to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome. So nice to hear her voice. And if you're wondering why my voice doesn't sound like Dr. Pat's, it's because I'm Julie Dittmar. I'm your guest host for this hour of Talk Radio to Thrive By. Thank you so much for being here. And thanks to our producer, Benny, for steering the ship. Much, much appreciated. I'm honking. I'm getting everybody out of the way. Julie, you're coming through. <laughs> well, and you made it to the studio. I really wanted to be live with you in studio today, but I am on a very, very big icy hill in Seattle, and it is a snow day in Seattle. Aren't we all on a big icy hill? <laughs> so I am here, and you are there, and through the magic of technology, you are bringing us all together. So thank you for that. My pleasure. Welcome, and uh, welcome to you for being here on the Dr. Pat Show. Oh, my pleasure to be back, as always. I love to, I love to be invited and to be able to say yes, so... I am really, really excited about today's guest and, and sharing him with you and our topic. It's a dog town life, an inside look at the best friend animal society. So I really hope you're ready to go to the dogs <laughs> and cats and all the other critters because this is just near and dear to my heart and hopefully yours, whether, whether you're a cat lover, a dog lover, or just love all critters in general, this show is for you. And before we meet our guest, just a little information about who I am as your guest host. I am one of the top-selling imagery guides in the U.S. with my relaxation and meditation CDs. I'm also a spiritual teacher along with my partner, Matt Kahn, who has had the pleasure of being on the Dr. Pat Show many times with Dr. Pat. And our company is called True Divine Nature. And all of our work is about the power of love, compassion, and loving kindness. And you can find out more about how we are supporting the awakening of humanity at truedivinenature.com. And today, I am here to serve our awakening when it comes to the love of animals and being compassionate with our furry friends. And our wonderful guest today is Paul Berry. Paul is the CEO of the Best Friends Animal Society out in Canada. Kanab, Utah, in Angel Canyon, of all places. I just love that. They have about 3,700 acres for their animal sanctuary there, and they're one of America's best-known animal rescue organizations. I really, really hope you have heard of them. Maybe you've been watching already and you know of them. Maybe you've been watching Dogtown. It's their latest TV series. It's on the National Geographic Channel. And almost a year ago, Best Friends became the new home for 22 of the Michael Vick pit bulls, giving those dogs a new lease on life. That was a big news story and a really, really big rescue. And uh, we want to make a big deal about that and hear all about that from Paul. Paul, welcome. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks, Julie, for having me. Really proud to be on the Dr. Pat Show and talking with you today. Thank you. And I, Best Friends is just, as I said earlier, so near and dear to my heart. You're doing wonderful work, and it's not even just the work that you're doing. It's how you're doing it, and I really want to get into that and have you share with us some of the amazing work you're doing with um, Animal Rescues. Do you talk about that? Animal Rescues, the phenomenal rehabilitation you do you do with these animals and um, the adoptions. So tell us a little bit about Best Friends. 
That's my favorite subject. (laughs) Thanks again. Um, Yes, we're on about um, 3,700 acres. We're surrounded by a 33,000-acre wildlife preserve here in southern Utah. I'm looking out the window now as big, fat puppy dog kiss-looking snowflakes are falling. So (laughs) sorry for that, but it's it's really mushy and fun out there, and I'm watching dogs play in it. So. bit distracting, but it's gorgeous uh, out here. And well, you have uh, red, anyone... you're in Red Rock country. Yes, the canyons are covered with snow, but you can still see some of the Red Rock uh, up there. It's really pretty. It's kind of a frozen desert, uh, you know, so we have very mild climate is what that means. It's great for the animals because it doesn't get too cold, doesn't get too hot. Oh, perfect. Here. We have about 2,000 animals uh, here on any given day, dogs and cats and birds and horses and goats and sheep and, and some wildlife uh, rehabilitation that we do. Bunnies, pot-belly pigs. Bunnies and pot-belly pigs, yes. Our pot-belly pig folks are trying to root out pignorants, one human at a time, they tell us. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. A lot of the animals we work with here are are primarily special needs animals, and what that means is that they have had a very particular uh, difficult situation, whether from cruelty uh, or neglect uh, or physical or uh, medical needs that they have. They come in here and they go through a long-term rehabilitation. And what we do, um, of course, it's, you know, it's our work of love, you know, a work of our soul. That's why we're all here. We very much believe in the caring aspects of this work. But it's, it also gives us a chance to model um, uh, better, efficient rehabilitation techniques for animal shelters all over the country because there's such a huge need out there across the country for these uh, types of uh, uh, rehabilitation techniques. Absolutely. And I mean, when the animals come to you, well, first of all, how do they come to you? Because I know that, you know, when they come to you, they're just, you know, emotionally and physically have been through so, so much. We have um, we have a help desk team called our No More Homeless Pets Help Desk, and they work with groups and rescuers all across the country. And we, we get thousands of calls uh, each month. Uh, we can't take every one of them in, but we do try to take the toughest cases um, that, that nobody else can take uh, back home um, in their areas where they come from. And... Um, we uh, so primarily through rescue groups and and, uh, and and individuals that do individual rescue work. So, for example, with the with the Michael Vick dogs, and I believe that was fighting, wasn't it? They were yeah, that was a that was fight. a bit of a special case. We were all watching that happen. I, I know you were just like the rest of us. Yeah. We were all watching that case unfold, and and uh, we were stunned. You know, when they seized the dogs and and some of the. Um, you know, national agencies that were called in to help were recommending that those dogs be put down. And, you know, we've worked, uh, rehabilitate a lot of, uh, I mean, we've been here for 25 years working with dog aggressive dogs, especially pit bulls. And, uh, we've turned, um, thousands of them around. Um, we were stunned when the recommendations were coming out to just, to just have them killed. Um, mm-hmm. The message that was being put out there was that you know, they were damaged goods and couldn't be recovered. And we, right. we, we knew better than that. We couldn't believe that that was being put out there. So we started very, um, Best Friends is a very positive oriented organization. We try not to get in and make a mess of things, um, especially try not to be negative on these issues. But we tried to very quietly um, talk the folks into reconsidering. 
including offering to take uh, any and all of them that other groups couldn't take. There are a lot of groups out there like Best Friends that work with dog aggressive dogs. And long story short, um, we well, thought you, we'd end up taking one or two. The toughest cases of the toughest cases, and that was certainly one of them. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, we thought we'd end up taking one or two, and we ended up um, being asked to take the toughest 22. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, and so they all came here, and they're, they're, they're doing just terrific. Lucas uh, was uh, Michael Vick's champion fighter, and uh, he comes to my office every Friday and hangs out, and he's such a sweet little oh. guy. He's not little. He's very impressive, actually, <laughs> but, uh, but when he walks up to you, you can just see the look of hope in his eyes, and he really wants to trust you, and um, he's, he's made great progress, and he's, we're, all, we're all in love with him and all of the dogs. The, 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 you know, there's been all sorts of little breakthroughs along the way. One of them um, that I recall was when um, two of the dogs that um, had, had come from the Michael Vick case um, finally um, were allowed, you know, to greet each other. We had been working them up to a big greeting, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> we got him in a little uh, um, area there. Uh, we had a couple of our trainers there with them, and they walked up uh, to each other and sniffed, and and um, I think just realizing that everything was okay and they weren't going to be forced to do anything to each other, and they had oh. gotten to know the trainers and each other well, and they started playing, just started playing with each other. They looked like little puppies. We were all struck that, you know, they've never been allowed to be puppies before. Nice. And, and I think we went back and found, you know, that, that core um, inner uh, playful dog, you know, that we, <laughs> we know all of these are. It was such a cool thing. They're inner dog children. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I almost I, said they're inner puppy. I didn't. <laughs> I know. I, I wondered where you were going with I love that. That is, that, that's awesome. And and I want to share with everyone that for these kinds of stories and so, so, so many more that, uh, and photos, especially if you want to see photos of all the dogs and all the animals that we're talking about, to go to the Best Friend Animal Society website. It is Best Friends with an S, bestfriends.org, and you'll see these beautiful little puppy faces on the, on the page right now. Little a little pup my ride, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really cool program in Los Angeles. We do we do programs all across the country in different cities. We call them our model programs. Yeah. And um, the one in Los Angeles about pup my ride. There are lots of great adoptable animals in the LA shelter, and there are shortages of smaller dogs in other communities. And that pup my ride thing, when people are traveling about, we ask them to sign up and take a few dogs with them to the shelter in a nearby city that has a shortage of smaller dogs. And it saved hundreds and hundreds of, of dogs' lives, actually. It's a really cool program. We're very proud of it. Nice. Well, and I love the, the playfulness. Um, I don't know who came up with the idea of how to talk about these subjects in the, the playful and fun way that, that they did, but I I look forward to that every um, I guess it's every other month, bi-monthly, your bi-monthly magazine, Best Friends. Yes, the Best Friends magazine. comes to donors and yeah, we, subscribers. And I've also seen it uh, in Seattle, the local East-West bookshop. So I know you're in stores as well. It's really fun to go into a bookshop and run across our magazine. We're yeah. very proud of it. We work hard on it. Um, we have great writers, as you, as you suggest. Everybody here 
uh, are animal lovers that came from you know some other career, and we came here because we love animals. And the thing that we want to do at Best Friends is just talk about the animals as as if we would you know normally in our own lives in our own families, and remind each other you know, and including our our public and all our members and volunteers and and uh, supporters that the animals we're working with here are very lucky to be here thanks to our supporters and members, but they're just like the ones curled up next to you at home on the couch. Yeah. And we don't try to get too fancy with our storytelling. We just talk, you know, like we would as if we were telling friends or family about what the dogs are doing here. I think that is one of the most unique and special things that you do is the way that you talk about the animals. Really, you can feel the love and the care. And then we'll talk a little more later about uh, about my trip out to Best Friends last, last year. That was just a phenomenal experience because I... I've been fortunate enough to come across you and been been a part of the Best Friends family for a while, and then to actually have an in-person visit was just uh, an amazing experience. I'm sorry I didn't get to meet you in the cafeteria having lunch out there. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I missed you too. Next time I'm out there, I'd love to love to do that because you're so good about taking care of the visitors and the tours. And I guess with Pup My Ride and, and programs like that, that you are getting out into the community as well so people can meet you face-to-face and, and see some of the animals as well on the road. Um, quite, uh, indeed. We, a lot of folks don't realize that Best Friends is, is as, as much involved across the country as we are back here at our work at the sanctuary every day. Uh, about half of our work, I would say, is in communities across the country. In fact, our primary goal is to help uh, reach a time when there are no more homeless pets in the United States. And for our model programming in cities across the country, that's exactly what we're trying to achieve. Um, I hope we have some time to talk about uh, that issue. It's it's uh, our number one goal. And, you know, building on our work back here at the sanctuary, we believe we have the skills and expertise and, and the right approach to working with communities and collaborating with other organizations to help us, uh, you know, achieve this very reachable goal. Absolutely. Well, that is is such a a core part of what you're doing. Such an important part is the No Homeless Pets, and we definitely do want to talk about that. And I think we're going to take a quick break first. (laughs) So when we come back, we'll hear more from Paul Berry of the Best Friend Animal Society. I'm Julie Dittmar, and you're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. Are you looking for a unique place to book your holiday party? Here's a hot tip. The new Zenai Center in Bellevue. Zenai's co-founder and private celebrity chef Curtis Ross will serve you and your guests delicious, healthy cuisine and conscious cocktails in 4,000 square feet of beautiful, sustainable open space. Contact Zenai at 425-457-7665 or visit ZenaiCenter.net. That's Z-E-N-A-I-Center.net. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat Basile, and I'm excited to announce the 2009 Extraordinary People Lecture Series. Four nights, four extraordinary speakers, each with a message of hope, inspiration, and love. Join Carolyn Mace, Michael Beckwith, Gary Zukoff, and Don Miguel Ruiz, all right here in Seattle. Purchase the entire series and get four events 
for the price of three. Tickets are on sale now. Go to thedrpatshow.com for more information, event dates, and to purchase your tickets. All events will be held at the new Celebration Hall at the Center for Spiritual Living in Seattle on Sandpoint Way. Don't miss this spectacular opportunity to be inspired. Go to thedrpatshow.com for details. Series tickets would make a perfect gift for someone you care about this holiday season. Visit the premier online store where science and spirit unite. Shop consciously, explore new ideas, and connect with your world at bleepstore.com. Find the latest in spiritual and documentary films, green living products, and online articles. Dr. Pat listeners receive 10% off with coupon code Dr. Pat. That's D-R-P-A-T at checkout. Go to the drpatshow.com and click on Bleep Store to start your experience. TheDrPatShow.com. HeartPlanet.com, a positive-focused social network. Meet people who treat others well and live their best life. Join and post a profile for your positive-based business, your music, book, or creative project. Let the world know what you're up to. Go to heart-planet.com. A positive focus on meeting people. A positive focus on entertainment. Connect. Be entertained. Be inspired. Heart-planet.com. Join Mystic Radio with Robin Alexis on Sundays at noon as metaphysical mother and TV personality Robin Alexis helps countless people around the globe to live fuller and more conscious lives. She serves you using her gifts as a medium, medical intuitive, past life reader, and more. Get your free on-air readings with Robin Alexis every Sunday at noon. And now hear rebroadcasts of Mystic Radio Wednesdays at 1 p.m. and Thursdays at 8 p.m. Right here on Alternative Talk 1150. 1150 KKNW.com. It's why they invented the Internet. We think Alternative Talk 1150 AM. back to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm Julie Dittmar, your guest host on the Dr. Pat Show today, and we are having a great conversation with Paul Berry of the Best Friend Animal Society, and we want to talk more about the No Homeless Pets campaign and what you're doing there. And I know over the past two decades, you have reduced the numbers. You've been instrumental in reducing the numbers of pets in shelters that are that are being killed, and tell us tell us about some of the numbers and how you've done that. Thanks, Julie. <clears throat> so, Best Friends was founded about twenty five years ago. In fact, next year is our twenty fifth anniversary. I hope you'll have us on again, or Dr. Powell will have us on again for our anniversary. Congratulations! <laughs> Thanks. And uh, I would say probably, years ago. I would say it's probably cake for everyone, but I don't know if dogs eat cake. <laughs> we we make special cake for them. Oh, actually, good. For their birthday parties, we oh, do good. those sometimes. Um, about 25 years ago, around 20 million animals were killed in shelters across the country for pet overpopulation. Oh, my gosh. Yes, and uh, since then, over the last decade and a half, uh, two and a half decades, I should say, uh, that number's been reduced to about 5 million now across the country. Best Friends played a leading role. Um, I, 20 I down to 5? Yeah, it's about 5 million now across the country. Yeah, Very that's, close. That's huge. That Oh, my gosh. It is. Um, this last five, though, is going to take a lot of work. 
And um, Best Friends was instrumental, you know, a decade and a half ago or so in saying uh, nationally uh, that we have got to stop killing these animals. It's just we can do better, and we must. And I think Best Friends showed a lot of leadership back then. Uh, I was just getting involved in the work when Best Friends was, you know, coming to the national stage, taking a stand, the only national agency really leading that charge at that point, and really transformed, you know, the modern animal welfare movement, if we can call it that, to become focused on solving pet overpopulation once and for all. And uh, Best Friends did that by promoting volume spay-neuter programs all across the country and volume adoption programs and helping other groups uh, invest and, and uh, build those programs. And as a result, you know, we're down to about $5 million, But this last $5 million is going to be tough. It's, it's, uh, it's not going to be something we can spay and neuter and adopt our way out of. Um, they're not, about nine out of every ten animals that end up in shelters today come from the lower-income areas of the community. And that's, uh, you know, in at-risk communities and so forth. And those are right. not communities that uh, animal welfare groups have traditionally engaged in. So we've got we've to elevate our, our uh, approach here and reach out and really mainstream our cause. Well, that uh, was this. my next question was what, what is this going to take? And, I mean, how can we help you? How can we be a part of this? It, it's obviously a, there's a big educational and outreach component to this. Oh, thank you very much for asking. <laughs> well, the first thing you can do, there's a lot to it, and the first thing you can do is go to bestfriends.org and look at more information about our approaches. And we, we've settled on four specific campaigns, four core campaigns to address this last five million. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the first one is our Bully Breeds campaign. This is about pit bulls and pit bull mixes that are uh, in shelters. They're the number one dog killed in shelters today, the pit bull uh, mix. And um, there's this pop phenomenon around, like the Michael Fick dogs, you know, around pit bulls, and, and uh, especially in the inner city. But not just there, also in rural areas. But there, uh, because of the um, over-stigmatations, you can help me with that word, they're stigmatized um, mm -hmm. about being, um, as you heard with the Vic dogs, about being unadoptable and highly aggressive. Well, they're very sweet loyal dogs. In fact, they're, they're, well, I think, they're loyal. I think you've busted the, the myth on that, about them not not being adoptable. And I think, I think that's what's so great about Best Friends is you are always paving the way and coming up with, with uh, new ways of working with the animals and then really getting, you're really great at getting the word out and letting people know, hey, here's what's really going on with the pit bull. And you, I think you've shown that any and every dog can be adopted. I mean, your, your adoption rates are, what, 70, 75% of the animals? That, that come through your, your sanctuary that are rehabilitated or are actually adopted and, and put into incredibly loving homes that you really, really check out first. That's that's true. We work, we work very hard on our adoptions. The special yeah. needs animals that come here that they need very special homes. We work hard to get them the right homes. But well, and but, you al know, almost would you say almost all the the animals that you work with are special needs? Uh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, because, I mean, we, you know, we yeah. occasionally get one who's faking it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we get, we get those occasionally, and we find out, oh, you're fine. Come on, quit the act. Let's 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 get it together. You need to get into a good home. Well, you know um, what? If <laughs> I have to say, if I was a dog or if I was a cat, um, and uh, and my partner Matt always calls me a cat. We we have a total cat dog relationship. <laughs> He's the dog. I'm the cat. Yes. And, um, very cat personality. Um, it's so funny because we were out at the animal sanctuary last December, um, and it was. I think you had just a little dusting, the powdered sugar dusting on the mountains at the at the, at the or the rocks at the time. 
and just so beautiful out there. And I said, I said to him, I said, you know, I said, you know, all the animals that have been there have been through incredibly hard situations. But you said there's there's occasionally one faking it. <laughs> Absolutely. I would be a faker to get into the place. <laughs> <laughs> we get them. <laughs> because to me, I said, I said to Matt, I said, this is like the Willy Wonka golden ticket. <laughs> I said, when you're here, you're set up for life. These people, they feed you this incredible food. They take care of you. If you if your if your leg has an issue, you get water hydrotherapy. And I said, and you've got this view. I mean, you're in the canyons and you've got this view and you're with all your little friends and then people come visit. And then the, uh, I, I swear I almost adopted all the kitties there in the incontinent kitty house. I was like, I don't care if you pee, come to my place. Oh, that's great. The incontinental <laughs> suite, that's what we call it. And the it's very popular. Yes. Very popular with the cat ladies. Yes, and I guess you had a you have a I don't know if she's still doing this, but there was a woman there reading Harry Potter every night to the cats. <laughs> I think that may have been one of the volunteers. Yeah. Um, yeah, we have a lot of folks that come here and just it's a wonderful volunteer experience, which I think you had. You can I hope you'll share it with the rest of us cuz I'd like to hear oh how it God. worked out for you. But um yeah, they uh, we you know come here and scoop uh, scoop litter pans or uh, help muck the horses or walk the dogs or just read to the cats. They love it. They yes. absolutely love it, yeah. I just, I keep thinking about that woman going, what is she going to do now that the, the Harry Potter series is over with? What do the cats get next? I don't know. Well, that's a good question. I'll check into that, Julie, and get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I just, yeah, the stories that come out of there are just so so heartwarming and the, the care and... Um, Maybe we should do a book club. It's, oh... From cats. <laughs> I'm, I'm making a note. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, we came, Matt and I came back, and we put that in our newsletter out to our folks, and we said, hey, everyone, we just got back from Best Friends, and here's what they're doing out there. And that was definitely one of the highlights was uh, the volunteers at the Incontinental Suite. Uh, and, uh, again, the playfulness that keeps it fun and light, even though, the stories and the situations that the animals have come from certainly are not fun and light. And, um, and I, and I do, I do want to mention that because, you know, I, I read the bi-monthly, um, magazine that comes that has their stories and you see their beautiful faces of, of the animals and you hear their, their heartbreaking stories and you're like, wow, how could, how could that be happening on, on the planet right now? And, um, mm. And there's just no way to make sense of some of those things. And I know that you, well, you, you can't, heartwarming, you can't make heartwarming and heart-wrenching things every day there. Yeah, you can't make any sense of it. And, and you know, the best the best thing to do, at least that, that, that we found and that I found personally in my own life, is is to work hard at adding some more compassion and kindness and love into the world because there's, there's a, you know, a lot of that stuff out there. And, and you know, work, getting, don't get stuck, get to work right away and, and, and put some compassion back out there. And that's what we do here every day. I can tell you a story about one of the horses here that you just reminded me of. Her name was Riley. And she came here with a, a very damaged leg, uh, rear leg. And you know what happens to horses with bad legs, especially with uh, you know, severe fractures. Yes. Well, she had one. And we wanted to see if, um, if she was such a sweet soul. We wanted to see if there was some way we could come up with another approach. You know, instead of horses just being routinely put down, could we find another way that was efficient and cost-effective, but also relieved her horrible pain she was in. And we worked uh, with a, um, a veterinarian out of, um, I think it was out your way in, in Seattle. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, we worked with him and came up with a really good approach to getting her a, um, a prosthetic leg uh, for her. And, and it, we worked on it, and it worked out beautifully. And um, we put her in, in her recovery in a pasture with another horse named Ginger. And Ginger's been here a long, long time. She had a really tough um, beginning. And um, she's got, she had a little bit of an attitude, and she was, um, she, she was very old, and she was on her you know, last legs, pardon the pun. Oh. But um, they were in the pasture together, and and Riley, with the prosthetic leg, really opened Ginger up for the first time since she'd been here and, and, and uh, calmed her down, mellowed her out quite a lot. And Ginger was really enjoying her time with Riley. And, and um, unfortunately, um, uh, Ginger um, had uh, gone down a few times this last week, that last week of her life. And... Um, I think the third time uh, the, the team at Horses decided that it was probably best if they went ahead and helped her over the rainbow bridge, as we call it. Oh. And um, the staff saw and they'd call a veterinarian, and the veterinarian was coming out there you know, with, uh, with the uh, uh, medical team. And um, Riley was standing over Ginger as the medical team was approaching. And Riley uh, picked Ginger's bridle up in her mouth to try to help her up. Oh. It was the sweetest thing. Oh. And um, yeah, Ginger just uh, neighed to Riley in a really soft way oh. and laid her head back down as if it were okay. Mm-hmm. And Riley stood by her while we did the procedure. It was the sweetest thing. And you see that we try to do that to the animals here, and they pass it on to each other. If we open our eyes and see that and it, it gets passed on, it makes it, you know, it makes it worth all the work. <laughs> that is so powerful. That is so amazing and beautiful. It, we see those every day Thank here you. like that. Thank you for sharing the story of Riley and Ginger. And I believe there is more information about that in your magazine I'm looking at right now. Page I think there's a story of Riley in the last magazine, I believe. 44 and page 45, there's a story of Riley with the beautiful photos. So people Isn't she check, beautiful? People can check that out. And also your website, bestfriends.org. And we're going to take a little break. We're going to hear from our fabulous sponsors and Dr. Pat Cho's supporters right now. We come back, we'll hear more from Paul Berry. I'm Julie Dittmar, and you're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. Carol, looks like you haven't been sleeping well lately. Yeah, Dr. Pat, I'm really upset about losing so much of our retirement fund due to the market. Do you have any ideas? Let me tell you about my friend Tom. He told me to put my money in an index universal life retirement plan. It protects me from market loss, disability, increased taxes, litigation, and the financial upset of premature death. Wow, that sounds like a smart plan. How do I reach him? Call Tom. Tom Leota at WeExcel Financial, 888-252-3083 or his website, DebtFreeMCA.com. Do you feel stuck with anxiety or depression? Imagine having the momentum and the tools to create emotional freedom. Dr. Schaub's Breakthrough and Empowerment Program helps you to release deeply rooted emotions from your subconscious and cellular memory, thus allowing you to access your true potential. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND or visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. 
recent mineral discovery is conquering many killer diseases that plague mankind. Sound too good to be true? Listen to Jim Humble tell about his discovery of this miracle mineral supplement and its global health applications in fighting cancer, TB, malaria, antibiotic-resistant forms of staph infection, and many other diseases. This may be the most important radio health show you've ever heard. Visit MiracleMineral.org to learn more about this amazing supplement. That's MiracleMineral.org. Hey, are you one of those people who need a boost of motivation to lose those extra pounds and inches? Well, here it is. Take the Sugar-Free Miracle Weight Loss Challenge and earn $100 for every 10 pounds you lose. I'm Karen Bentley, creator of the amazing Sugar-Free Miracle Diet, which you'll love. It's easy, sustainable, and it stops out-of-control eating. To participate, send me an email at expert at sugarfreemiracle.com. That's expert at sugarfreemiracle.com, and I'll send you the details. New Spirit Journal helps readers create abundance in all areas of their lives. Their articles don't just talk about theories that sound nice. They give you practical information you can use to turn those theories into practice. Available at over 500 locations in Washington and Idaho. New Spirit Journal is more than just a newspaper. It's your guide to the life you want to live. New Spirit Journal can also be read online at NewSpiritJournal.com. Are you going through a divorce or are you single again? A 24-7 resource center called FreshStartAfterDivorce.com has been created to support you during and after divorce. It's packed with resources, articles, and tips from experts nationwide. As a business personal coach who specializes in divorce and founder of the National Association of Divorce for Women and Children, Joni Winberg's mission is to provide the support and encouragement you need to move your life forward. You don't have to face this challenging time alone. Go to FreshStartAfterDivorce.com. No shirt, no shoes, no problem. Come as you are. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. I'm Julie Dittmar, your guest host for the Dr. Pat Show and this hour of the Dr. Pat Show. And we are here with our special guest today, Paul Berry, CEO of Best Friends Animal Society. They are doing some amazing things, including making this a no homeless pets world, or at least the U.S. We're working on that. So we were talking, Paul, about the four core campaigns, and I think we covered one. And what are the other ones? Okay, I'll run through them quickly. So the first one was the, the Bully Breeds campaign. That, that The number one dog killed in shelters is the pit bull, and we're working uh, to help the pit bull recover. Um, its uh, reputation as being America's most beloved uh, dog. Remember, yeah. remember <laughs> you know, the, the Victor uh, dog and from Little Rascals. Uh, when I was growing up, pit bulls were celebrated. And they're now much maligned. And you know, our work with the Vic dogs. Oh, my and, and gosh. You know, I never realized that. You're so right. Yeah. I grew up yeah. on that. Exactly. Same yeah. here. We're dating ourselves, Julie. Oh, but uh, they're wonderful breed and, and very misunderstood. And through our work with the Vic Dogs and our working communities, and especially in the lower income areas of communities, reaching out to those communities to, to talk about anti 
dogfighting issues, that violence to any of us is violence to all of us, and it's wrong. And encouraging children to stand up and speak out for themselves against it is, is, our, is the work that we're doing there. Um, and that our, is the work, that's, that, that's the work I'm doing in, in my business, too. We call it the, it's the, the oneness movement, unity mm-hmm. consciousness. And it's like we cannot be on a spiritual path or a path of oneness without including everything. Of course, and and the animals having awareness around how animals are treated is is a, is a, a key part of that. Well, you've heard the saying, uh, the greatness of a nation is uh, judged by the way it treats its animals, and I, I believe the same thing about our humanhood, our personhood. If if you're not including animals in your circle of compassion, you know you're, you're missing it because they they need the most mercy from us. Yes, um, and that's that's uh, what that. Bully Breach campaign is all about mercy, compassion, understanding. Yes. The second campaign is the cats campaign. Um, 70% of all animals killed in shelters are cats. Only 2% are ever reclaimed by their owners. That's a, an astounding statistic. Only 2% are ever reclaimed. So we're working uh, in, in um, cities across the country to help build uh, awareness campaigns for people to be sure and microchip their cats and also uh, to do better proactive work on how communities treat the community cats, the, the stray and homeless cats in their communities. Cats do very well out of doors. They're not going away. Um, the old techniques of rounding them up and killing them, it just doesn't work. Uh, it's an ecological fact. It doesn't work. And our work in promoting and changing the way animal control addresses that situation to just pick them up, um, uh, spay and neuter them and put them back where they found them and have the uh, local uh, caretakers that love to do this work take care of the cats where they are. That stabilizes the growth and, and reduces it slowly over time, much more compassionately. We have some great model programs that you can learn about on our website there. And that's uh, the bestfriends.org. We want to mention that again. Bestfriends with an S dot org is where you can find out more about all these campaigns, right? Yep, that's right. Thanks. Okay. Bestfriends.org. Uh, the third campaign is our uh, what we call our the owner relinquishment issue. Um, the eight out of the top ten reasons people surrender their pets and give them up to shelters are, are because of simple behavioral issues. That with just a little bit of training and knowledge, uh, they can keep their pets and 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 keep them as part of their their family instead of putting them on the shelter system. Right. And we've been doing this work for 25 years. We have very, very bright, smart people here. You can see them in action on the Dogtown uh, series on National Geographic Channel and see that there's really bright uh, trainers. And, and um, our trainers here are working with folks across the country uh, to uh, learn a simple, straightforward techniques uh, on, on training dogs and cats for basic behavior um, issues and making those uh, folks available to shelters and, and the general public across the country. So, uh, the, so folks who are having uh, you know basic challenges with their pets can just find local uh, training consultants and uh, get better training uh, in advance of just dumping them on the shelter. That's our uh, there, training partners program. And there was a TV show. I can't remember the name of it, but it was the show where people could take their their misbehaving dog that they were having the hardest time training to the monks. No, I didn't see that. Do you that remember that one? Uh, I missed that one. You would take your dog and leave your dog for, I, I don't remember, it was, I think it might have been a couple of weeks with the monks, and the owners would, you know, kiss them and say goodbye, we love you, we're coming back, and and the monks would train the dogs, and then they'd have this little reunion at the end, everyone would get along, it was all, 
it was all just just wonderful, and I I love that show. <laughs> that sounds great. I actually have two daughters I might talk to about that this evening when I get home. <laughs> Nine year old and a six seven year old. I, uh, anyways, Christmas they're excited. You know how that goes. Yeah, because I don't I don't think we all have have access to <laughs> to monks in our town that we can take the dogs. That happen have to be dog training monks. But <laughs> right. But, uh, right. But it's a great okay. idea. It is. If you find any information, please send it. I'd love to see it. I will. I will rack my brain and see if I can remember and do a little research to see if I can find out what that show is. Cool. All right. Fourth and last campaign Fourth. as part of our no more our our plan to help the country achieve no more homeless pets is this puppy mill campaign. Oh yeah. Uh, about as I said, about five million animals are still killed every year in shelters, and the puppy mill industry is uh, putting out about four to five million dogs every year back on the market faster than we can rescue them. Oh, my God. The ones in and out in shelters. Now, that's a, a tragic situation. That industry is completely unregulated, and it is big, billion-dollar business. Our approach uh, to trying to stem the tide of puppy mill dogs and the conditions these dogs are in in puppy mills are horrible. Um, uh, the females are um, you know, basically put in cages just, just bigger than their bodies, and they're left there their whole lives to just uh, crank out litter after litter after litter, year after year. Really awful conditions. It's a horrible enterprise. It's way under-regulated. And, um, and they're putting out sick animals uh, to the consumers, and uh, consumers are typically unaware. Right. Pet stores, pet stores, about 99.9, our team tells me, 99.9% of all pet stores selling purebred dogs are getting them from puppy mills. And, um, it's, oh, my it's gosh, a that's tra- a huge number. That's bigger than I ever, ever would have imagined. I mean, and I knew about here. this. I'm pretty educated about what's going on with this, and I didn't know the numbers were that high. Yeah, I didn't either. Wow. Um, <clears throat> we, we, we knew it was high, but we didn't know it was that high. And uh, it's no. <laughs> big business. And these pet stores are basically just fronts for these, this puppy mill industry. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to, you know, break through that, uh, that myth, you know, that, that pet stores are just nice little folks selling, you know, sweet puppies from down the street. It's not the case at all. Uh, they are, um, they are contributing to, um, uh, you know, a really awful uh, industry and a lot of cruelty uh, in the puppy mill industry, uh, not to mention that it impacts um, the pet population problem. 20 to 25 percent of all um, dogs in shelters, uh, in, in municipal shelters, are purebred animals, and that gives you an idea of how much they're impacting the problem. So we're going pet store by pet store in our first city that we've tried this in, in L.A. That's where we kicked off our model program there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, researching the pet stores and where they get their animals and, um, and just very gently in the best friend's way, in a positive way, sitting out in front of the pet stores um, and giving information to consumers to let them know where the pet stores are getting their um, uh, puppies from. And we're asking them never, ever buy a pet store puppy. Um, please be informed. Go to your local shelter and adopt instead. And See, that's, that's what I love about what you're doing is that it is so positive. And I, I used to belong to some organizations that I no longer support um, just because it was so hard to get everything in the mail that was all negative all the time yeah. and had these these graphic, horrendous photos. And you probably know what I'm talking about. Well, we don't like them either. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're a bunch of animal lovers ourselves, and it's tough stuff. Yeah, when you at. love animals, and it's like, you know, hey, I'm already supporting you. I believe in what you're doing. 
there's there is a different way to do it and you you are doing that so well and i really really want to commend you for that and say Thank how you. much i appreciate that and i'm sure everyone else does too because it is so positive it is so inspirational these stories of our little furry friends who have made it through such trials and and it's just, it's very positive and uplifting and to see their cute faces and, and some of them, you know, some of them aren't so cute faces, but, you know, but that's okay. It's like, you know, here's, here's Billy, the, the blind dog and here's so-and-so with the, with the prosthetic leg and here's, and it's like, we all can see our, our own broken humanness and our own challenges in the animals as they reflect that to us. Absolutely. We're all in there, <clears throat> including the hope that we all have in ourselves and, and yes. in each other. We see that reflected in them every day when we work with them, and it reminds us that we have all that in each other as well. We do, and we have so much more to cover, and we're, we're running out of time, so we're going to take a quick break and come back. Okay. So much more to talk about with Paul Berry of the Best Friends Animal Society right here on the Dr. Pat Show. I'm Julie Dittmar, and we'll be back in a moment. Integrative Practitioners, are you looking to improve your holistic approach to wellness by developing the health coaching skills your clients need? As the nation's focus on health and wellness has increased, so has interest in the field of health coaching. The Center for Integrative Health has made earning your health coaching certificate accessible and in a format designed with you in mind. Completely online, the one course a month format allows you to focus on both your clients and your education. You can complete the certificate in as little as eight months and earn graduate credit from a regionally accredited institution at the same time. Financial aid is available. Visit cih.nusystem.org for the National University System Center for Integrative Health. That's cih.nusystem.org or call 800-NAT-UNIV to learn more. That number again is 800-NAT-UNIV. Tune in your radio to hear Carrie O'Connor, master visionary, medium, and clairvoyant, as she uses her amazing psychic gifts to help you step into your divine power and begin to create the life of your dreams. Carrie will read your unique energy field, connecting you with the treasures of your soul, your passions, and your true life purpose. Don't miss Carrie's weekly astounding and energetic predictions. Fasten your seatbelt as you take a wild ride with Carrie O'Connor. Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Listen live at thedrpatshow.com. mbsconnect.com. Mind, body, soul connect is an innovative and interactive wellness resource company. The mission of MBS Connect is to help America be well by providing easy access to progressive programs, products, and providers. MBS Connect is building networks of wellness providers nationwide using all types of modalities who want to be part of the wellness revolution. To find a provider in your area, call 888-398-9287 or visit mbsconnect.com. Mama Kitty had no hope, shot and dumped in a rural area with her kittens. She was terrified, hungry, and exhausted. A good Samaritan found her and knew that Posado's Safe Haven could help. Posado's Safe Haven is a small sanctuary that's making a big difference to animals in need like Mama Kitty. Our mission is to improve the lives of animals who fell through the cracks. 
those typically not served by humane shelters. Located on 80 beautiful pastoral acres in Monroe, Washington, our barns are filled with over 250 rescued dogs, cats, and farm animals. Want to meet Mama Kitty? Volunteer with us. Make a difference to our animals as they enrich your life as well. Please visit PosadosSafeHaven.org about volunteer opportunities. Posado Safe Haven. That's Posado, P-A-S-A-D-O, safehaven.org. Independent programs, independent voices, independent ideas. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm Julie Dittmar, your guest host for today. And we are just having a great time with Paul Berry of the Best Friends Animal Society out of Knob, Utah. The website, bestfriends.org. Bestfriends.org. You can see all the cute little faces of the animals and learn more about how you can adopt one of the little critters out there, give them a new, loving, wonderful home. And we've been talking about the four core campaigns and the big things that Best Best Friends is working on. And I think we covered them all. Did you have anything else you wanted to add about that? Thanks, Julie. Those are the four. Um, We're modeling that that work in different cities across the country to try to encourage other cities to take on those models. And um, we're, there's a lot of work left to do. It's beginning uh, next year. And for our 25th anniversary, we know we're going to have to double up on our efforts. And so we're asking all of our members to help us double our membership next year, especially important in this current economy. Um, if every member would just give one gift membership to a, a friend or loved one, uh, that'll help us reach our goal. And that's going, it's kicking off pretty well now. We're going to run that campaign over the course of uh, 2009, and we hope that all our members uh, will bring a friend along and uh, join the the Best Friends uh, campaign to help bring about a time when there are no more homeless pets in the United States. Absolutely, and you get the bi-monthly magazine and and newsletters and get to stay in touch with you folks all the time, and anyone, whether a member or not, can visit the sanctuary um, and I, I believe you get 25,000 visitors a year out there in Angel Canyon? Yeah, I think we're close to 30,000 this year. Oh, it's wow. been a, a big year. I think the Dogtown series really helped uh, get <laughs> us over the 30,000 mark. It's been really popular. And having been out there, I know what a spectacular setting it is and just an amazing experience. I stayed at the cottages there on the property Mm-hmm. And just magical starry nights, and you wake up, and there are the horses, and and uh, then the tours, which I just, everything was so organized and so professional and so loving, and I was so glad because I know I had built up in my mind from the website and the magazines and, and talking with other people who'd been uh, involved in your organization, and I had in my mind what I wanted it to be, and it actually far exceeded that from the moment I stepped into um, the front counter and checked in for my tour and walked around the gift shop and just every interaction I had with everyone, and Matt and I went and had lunch at the cafeteria with all of the volunteers and the staffers and the veterinarians, and it was just really really magical and the stories and how educated people were and and the caring you could just it permeated 
every aspect of what you all do out there. And uh, I just, I feel it's so important to convey to people uh, just the, the love and the care and that you're working with some of the toughest cases. And, and it's a lifelong commitment. You're taking care of these animals for the rest of their lives. If they are not adopted, they stay with you. That's right. That's right. We commit to every animal for life, and if they, if we can't get them in a situation where they can go into a home, you know, they can stay out here and live their lives very comfortably here uh, at the sanctuary. That's right. And see, I had a funny little thought of, you know, maybe I'll go out there and I'll, I'll find my new best friend and I'll be able to bring a new friend home. And, and I didn't know until I got out there that the adoption procedures are actually much more stringent than I thought, but... I was really excited about that because of what that means for the animals. Well, again, these are special needs animals, and, and um, they have to have just the right home. Not that yours wasn't, and I, I'm sure you would be a great home, of course. <laughs> but uh, like you mentioned, the incontinental suite where all yeah. the cats there, the incontinent cats, and a lot of the dogs have issues that uh, we've helped them through. But right. their training, you know, it's lifelong uh, work and um, really special homes. But a lot of folks come here just for that because they want to take on that extra burden to, and, and they help an animal out that has some extra needs. Um, so it, it works out really well. Well, and it's so it's so detailed the process that you you go through with with helping to find the animal's home and, and making doing follow-up and making sure that they're in a good home and things are working out is just, you know, the best friend's way of just showing that extra, extra care. And I didn't know, and I want everyone to know this who's listening right now, so <laughs> um, I didn't know when I went there and stayed at the cottages that you have a sleepover program. That Absolutely. You, Very you, popular. I didn't know that. And then I got there and I was reading through the little booklet in the in my suite in my little cottage of all the programs and all the things that says that, you know, if you call in advance you can arrange to have a little kitty or a dog and it's part of their socialization. So you're helping them, they're opening your heart, everyone's happy, it's all good. Everybody here pitches in in, in in the recovery, including our guests. Yes, and the socialization, when they get to go spend the night overnight with uh, visitors in the cottages, they absolutely have a ball. Right. And it's great for the trainers because it gives them a chance to you know meet new folks and adjust to new circumstances. It's a really actually very important part of, uh, for some of them in their, in their rehabilitation. It's the little things like that that are just an amazing part of what you do. And, and I had to chuckle when I saw that because I just thought, man, they have covered every detail here. They are really, really, they have taken animal lovers to a whole new level. Well, I hope you come back out soon to see us. So we're very proud of the, the work that we do out here and of our volunteers and all the visitors that come out to help. So yes. please come out again soon. Well, and I want to be, as I said earlier um, on our, our break, we were chatting. Uh, I want to be at your lint roller party next year, which is, your annual annual fundraiser, right? Well, it's one. It's it's for our LA programs, um, okay. and we we do that every year. And uh, in in Los Angeles, it's called the Lint Roller Party. You know, um, we throw it as a black tie event. Uh, not many of us have black ties, but but we do. We do bill it as such, and because of the hair that all of us get from our animals. Uh, but uh, the stars come out to show their support of best friends, and um, uh, it's a r real fun event. It's great uh, support for our L.A. programs. That's where we kick off most of our model programs, actually, in L.A., exactly. that we deploy across the country. Because yeah. you do have some, some celebrity support. You do have uh, Catherine Heigl with the Put My Ride program, and what, Emmylou Harris was at the Lint Roller Party this That's year, right? right? 
That's right, Charlize Theron. Emmy Emmy Lou was there this year. She is she's an angel. <laughs> she was just stunning and um, did a few songs uh, at the Lint Roller party this year. And I fell in love with her all over again. Please don't tell my wife that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and nice. Lisa Edelstein was there um, from House. Lisa Edelstein. She was she was hilarious, and she did our our um, our auction, our live auction, and she auctioned off support for our various campaigns, and they they did really well. And she was she was amazing. She's she's an impressive lady too. Well, you are just doing such amazing work out there, and I want to thank you on behalf of all of the animals for what you do. It's really really important, and I want to share with everyone a little bit of inspiration from you, your words. Did you open up the Best Friends magazine with the editorial at the very front? And in the most recent issue, you said, you can't help but be inspired by these animals who overcome so much. They inspire us in our own lives to be responsible with our time here. They gently remind us of the ideals of love and faith that we learned as children. And they inspire us to keep faith in each other and to protect the innocence in ourselves. Mm. I love Thanks that. for reading that. Thank you. I love I've that. And I, I think it's important to remember that with animals. It's important to remember that with each other at this time of year, the holidays. I was about to say the same thing. I think that's uh, something we should all keep in mind at this time of year. Thank you, Julie. Paul Berry of the Best Friends Animal Society, thank you so much for joining us here today on the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about Best Friends, it's bestfriends.org. As we bring today's show to a close, Thank you so much for joining us. And be sure to check out all the latest shows and guests on the drpatshow.com. I'm Julie Dittmar. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing this time with us. Now stay tuned for Carrie O'Connor. She's coming up right after the break. Have a beautiful day.